0: Greetings from St Bride's Church Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're able to join us for this act of worship. St Bride's is famous for its ministry to journalists, and behind me here you can see our journalists' commemorative altar. We are aware, as never before, of the dangers that those in the industry face when bringing us the news, so our journalists and all who work in the media are very much in our thoughts and prayers at this time however we are of course here for all of you journalists and everyone else do please leave us a comment or a like and tell us where you're listening from it's always good to hear from you and if you would like to donate to help support these services uh, you'll find details of how to do so in the accompanying text but now may the light and peace of christ be with us all As our worship begins, Jesus said, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. be with you you. a very warm welcome to St brides to our choral eucharist on this trinity sunday it's wonderful that you're able to join us online for this service we begin now with an opening prayer let us pray almighty god to whom all hearts are open all desires known and from whom no secrets are hidden. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. God the Father forgives us in Christ and heals us by the Holy Spirit. Let us therefore put away all anger and bitterness all slander and malice, and confess our sins to God, our Redeemer. As we say together, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. and everlasting God you have given us your servants grace by the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity keep us steadfast in this faith that we may evermore be defended from all adversities through Jesus Christ your Son our Lord who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit one god now and forever amen
1: a reading from the book of the prophet isaiah who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and marked off the heavens with a span enclosed the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance Who has directed the spirit of the Lord, or, as his counsellor, has instructed him? Whom did he consult for his enlightenment? And who taught him the path of justice, and taught him knowledge, and showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations are like a drop from a bucket, and are accounted as the dust on the scales. Behold, he takes up the isles like fine dust. Lebanon... Would not suffice for fuel, nor are its beasts enough for a burnt offering. All the nations are as nothing before him. They are counted by him as less than nothing and emptiness. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, My way is hid from the Lord, and my right is disregarded by my God? Have you not known? Have you not heard? shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is the word of the Lord.
0: A reading from the second letter to Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, mend your ways. Heed my appeal. Agree with one another. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This is the word of the Lord.
2: Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, to the close of the age. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I speak in the name of the Living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Both Judaism and Islam emphasize the transcendence of God, that the divine is beyond human understanding. Christianity asserts this too, but it is a fundamental characteristic of our faith that we proclaim what at first appear to be contradictory statements about the divine. Yes, God is transcendent, entirely beyond the capacity of our knowing, and yet at the same time is imminent, is seen and known in the person of Christ Jesus. We have arrived at this position through the efforts of the church to understand the events of the life, death and resurrection Of Yeshua a carpenter from Palestine who walked this earth 2,000 years ago that name Yeshua is derived from Yah a shortening of the divine name and the Hebrew verb Yasha to save the name Jesus comes from the Greek translation of the Hebrew in the Jewish tradition, with its emphasis on transcendence, there is a distrust of images and labels. The name of God that was revealed to Moses was regarded as too sacred to be uttered. It was therefore routinely replaced in worship with the word Adonai, meaning Lord, or Elohim, which is actually a plural term for gods which was understand understood to signify the God of Israel. Now, I have to admit that I feel some regret that we use the Greek translation of Christ's name rather than the Hebrew. The translation would have been meaningful to the original Gentile converts, I guess. But from our perspective, it feels an unnecessary distancing. And I've always found the word God to be unsatisfactory because it's purely a label. We capitalise the G to indicate that it functions as a name, but we don't signal that in speech. And we hear the word God applied very broadly so that we might hear money described as God or perhaps a sports person. It isn't a sacred name in the Jewish tradition. The word Trinity, like God, can be capitalised to indicate its use as a name, but whilst sometimes we hear it used as a loose description of a grouping of three, it's at least predominantly used to describe the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. It's not though in the name itself that we find the significance of the Trinity, but rather in the doctrine that it describes and in particular the revelation that, simultaneously, God is three and God is one. The Church arrived at the doctrine of the Trinity in much the same way as it came to understand Christ as fully human, and yet at the same time fully divine, namely through experience. A Messiah was foretold in the Hebrew Scriptures. As the disciples tried to make sense of their rabbi and the miracles that he performed, they looked to those scriptures, but their expectations were rather skewed as they imagined something rather more akin to a military victory over their Roman occupiers than a victory over sin and death. Whilst the cross of Christ was the pivotal moment in history as we understand it as Christians. The coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost was the pivotal moment in the Church's history, the point at which a rag-bag bunch of followers became the energetic Apostles who spread the Gospel to the ends of the earth. John's Gospel tells us that Jesus taught his disciples that the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance." As in other areas of Christian theology, when we talk about the Trinity, we hold before ourselves that which is simultaneously both beyond our understanding and yet at the same time known intimately. At one level, The Trinity is a straightforward description of God the Creator, Redeemer and Sustainer, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. From the very earliest days of the church there's been a recognition of the absolute connection between God the Creator, God the Redeemer revealed to us in Christ and God the Sustainer, the Advocate, the Spirit who was poured out on the disciples at Pentecost. Whilst simple, it is, at the same time, a mystery beyond our understanding. As Michael Perham, former Bishop of Gloucester, put it, the Trinity is not a mystery you need to solve or to try to explain them. It is instead a mystery you are invited to enter and to enjoy. There is a dynamic at the heart of the Trinity, the dynamic of self-giving love. The theologian W. H. Vanstone wrote, In the dynamic relationship within the being of the Trinity, love is already present, already active, already completed, and already triumphant. For the love of the Father meets the perfect response of the Son. Each, one might say, endlessly enriches the other, And this rich and dynamic interrelationship is the being and life of the Spirit. This love is never depleted or exhausted. And sometimes this is most apparent to us when our need is greatest. The Trinity then is a mystery into which we can enter. When we enter it, we are enfolded by love. The love from the Trinity overflows over the earth. It is God's deep desire that we shall indeed enter in and share the life of the Trinity. It is our mission to go with the flow of love and help it to reach the unexpecting places where people cry out for love. So let us, in the words of St. Patrick's Breastplate, bind unto ourselves today the strong name of the trinity and by invocation of the same the three in one and one in three by whom all nature hath creation eternal father spirit word praise to the lord of our salvation salvation is of christ the lord amen
0: Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light.
3: on this Trinity Sunday we come before you with humble hearts recognizing your eternal presence as Father Son and Holy Spirit we thank you for the gift of your divine presence and ask that you hear us as we pray loving father we pray for your church both here at St Brides and throughout the world we pray for Alison our rector Jeff and Steve our associate priests and all who work so hard to welcome all who visit and pray with us. May we continually grow in our understanding and experience of your work in our lives and grant us the wisdom and humility to embrace the mystery of the Trinity and inspire us to live in unity, love and harmony as your children. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Creator God, we lift up our world to you filled with diverse cultures, peoples and nations. Help us to recognise the inherent dignity and worth of every individual, knowing that we are all created in your image. May the power of the Trinity transform our relationships, breaking down barriers, fostering reconciliation and promoting justice among all peoples. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy Spirit, we ask that you grant wisdom and courage to the leaders of our world, our nation, communities and churches, that they may serve with integrity and seek the common good. May the light of the Trinity shine upon their paths and inspire them to make decisions that are fair, just and support the well-being of all your children. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious God, as the Journalist Church, on this Trinity Sunday, we lift up in prayer all journalists around the world. We thank you for their dedication to the truth, their commitment to informing and enlightening society, and their tireless effort in seeking justice and accountability. Father, we ask for your guidance and wisdom upon journalists as they carry out their important work jesus the word made flesh we ask for your inspiration and creativity to flow through their words and stories may their reporting be compassionate fair and committed to serving the common good holy spirit the source of truth and understanding we ask for your presence and guidance in their hearts grant them the ability to ask difficult questions search for the truth and speak up for those with no voice of their own. Keep them safe, surround them with your love and give them the strength and resilience to carry on in times of challenge. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Healing Lord, we pray for all those who are suffering in our world. Comfort the brokenhearted, heal the sick and provide strength and courage to those facing trials and challenges. We pray also for those who work in healthcare and caregivers who tirelessly serve and care for the sick. Strengthen them in their work and bless them with compassion, wisdom and humility as they care for others. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus our teacher, we pray especially today for all our children and young people who are sitting exams. Give them the wisdom and courage to be able to shine. We pray they will be inspired to follow your example and set out to live in their chosen careers and to use their talents to work for your praise and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Finally, we bring before you our personal needs and concerns, knowing you are a God who always listens and cares for us individually. We give thanks for the gift of prayer, and may our lives be transformed by the power of the Holy Trinity, and may we be faithful witnesses to your love and grace in the world. Merciful Father, accept accept these prayers prayers for for the the sake sake of your your Son, son, our our Saviour, Jesus Jesus Christ.
0: Christ. Amen. Amen. Will you please stand? Peace to you from God, our Heavenly Father. Peace from his Son, Jesus Christ, who is our peace. Peace from the Holy Spirit, the life giver. The peace of the triune God be always with you. it will become our spiritual drink blessed be god forever It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy, at all times and in all places, to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now we give you thanks, because you have revealed the glory of your eternal fellowship of love with your Son and with the Holy Spirit three persons equal in majesty, undivided in splendour, yet one God, ever to be worshipped and adored. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing. and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving we do not presume to come to this your table merciful lord trusting in our own righteousness but in your manifold and great mercy we are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table but you are the same lord whose nature is always to have mercy grant us therefore gracious lord Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, you have revealed yourself as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and live and reign in the perfect unity of love. Hold us firm in this faith, that we may know you in all your ways and evermore rejoice in your eternal glory the Holy Trinity make you strong in faith and love, defend you on every side, and guide you in truth and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen.